0: Hello and welcome back to EastEnders Weekly, your weekly podcast all about EastEnders. This week we're discussing a very exciting week between the 3rd and the 7th of September. Mm. which seems to be a big week for EastEnders every year. It is, it's what,
1: the first full week in September yeah. normally, it's, it's a big week for the soap. <laughs>
0: and it's been a really good week this week, hasn't mm, it? It has. It we've really turned is. into like a private detective agency. We really have. We put on the,
1: we've put on our long coats and our deer stalkers and we're kind of puffing away on our pipes yeah. as we kind of work out who actually shot Stuart. So
0: we had the big shooting this week so we're going to try and dissect this as much as we can for everyone. Yeah we're going to give it our best. Um, Go through all the little clues that have been left. The nooks and the crannies. So, yeah it's a bit like a murder she wrote to this episode. Oh
1: I don't know. We're taking it very seriously. Murder, murder she wrote. I, if, if they had Jessica on the case that would have been solved in the week. <laughs> Let's be honest.
0: Mm. So obviously we had um, Monday's episode, which was like a build up of Stuart's mental unhinging. Yeah. Coming to full pelt at the end of the episode. It was
1: almost just to remind you that Stuart's a bit nutty. Just just to remind the audience that Mm. he is dangerous and he's not someone to be tampered with.
0: And he was obviously setting up like the beginnings of his plan where he almost made Mick punch him. No, he made Mick scratch him, didn't he?
1: No, he scratched Mick. So Oh yeah, that was he, it. So
0: he knew that his DNA would be under the like He obviously DNA's. did that on purpose, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he he,
0: he he was winding Mick up deliberately. He
1: was he was goading Mick to kill him essentially. Um he sent Mick a videotape via MMS.
0: Yes, of the meanie, meeny meanie, miny mo. So what? it was Mick and Linda's It was door Mick and Linda's room. Yes. That's what I said. It was. But it was Linda specifically. You were, you were adamant it wasn't that room. So well, I just thought I it was want too that obvious. I on record again. I, I believed it to be too obvious, but I was wrong to believe that uh, yes. sometimes the obvious is the right answer. And also, her migraine storyline was actually... A,
1: a thing! Yeah. We I just know. thought she was on holiday or something, we so did. she wasn't there for filming. Well, we just thought it was a convenient... Because well, when they did the migraine storyline, they kept saying, oh... She's taking these yeah, pills. she's, she's upstairs. right out. She's upstairs. Nothing can wake her up, so we just thought, oh, here we go A yeah, silly story she's about, on holiday, yeah, so... get her out of the way. but, but no mm-hmm. there was there was reason to it, yeah,
0: so that's why she didn't wake up when while he was stroking her. her
1: hands and poking her about yeah. in the bed. I mean, I don't know why Mick wasn't aware of Stuart creaking around the room as wow. well.
0: They can all seem to um, sleep through a gunshot downstairs, so.
1: what, n- or not. Well, one of them, as the evidence, one of them didn't, as the evidence put forward yes. may betray. Um, wait, no, all of them didn't. It was one. There was another sound that only one of them <laughs> had heard anyway we'll get to that in a minute they Mm. all heard the gunshot Mm. so uh yeah Stuart is showing signs of schizophrenia you kind of started seeing signs of that when he was doing his as we called his pagan ritual a couple of weeks ago Mm. uh, and he was burning photos but this time he was looking directly at himself in the mirror and he was having a full conversation yeah and it was really two personalities it really was wasn't it two personalities a proper jekyll and hyde it was excellently portrayed um and he was having this full conversation with himself basically saying it's not your fault it's it's not you to blame it's Mm. This is the carters the carters brought this on themselves
0: do you remember uh, you were saying that a few weeks ago I said it was like months ago I said maybe Stuart has a split personality because he says stuff sometimes and then he changes and can't remember himself saying that
1: yeah he forgets that he had said something so
0: maybe that would be a way of them if they wanted to keep Stuart it would be a getting a split personality so he, he's nice but his personality's. do you think they'll keep Stuart after all know. this well they've just announced that they've cast his daughter oh Yes, so is she cast for a funeral? <laughs> oh no. To they... appear <laughs> at his funeral or is he are they going to introduce more highways?
1: Well, well, then he's not staying if he's if she's coming for a funeral. But well, that's what I mean, I don't know. But if she's coming if she's coming to his funeral then is she coming to be all nicey nicey and then her mm. she the continued revenge <laughs> like one family member after another oh. comes and
0: tries to kill off the carters. So that's quite interesting that they've cast his mm. daughter. But if so it's that... for his funeral then we know that well, yeah, we don't old... know that I'm just surmising oh i see so like, you think it might be for the yeah. funeral? because they something. cast Shaquille's dad and brother for just the funeral didn't they mm. so. but
1: then she might be coming as you say to help him yeah. to help him out of his hole exactly. because mick even says it that he needs help he needs help with his nut and the um <laughs> <laughs> mick says nothing he can say can push him enough to want to physically hurt him mm, but well. unfortunately there was something yes. that could be said
0: he uses uh, that he uses it against the him. um dino he line. does so he
1: basically says that he's uh, not looking after his wife he's not doing his husbandly duties and this really upsets mick to the point that he also talks about it with linda later mm. after he's gone to visit um Stuart. Yes.
0: and that's when linda does the line saying if he steps foot in this house again they'll be carrying him out in a body bag mm. so th- and no one comes between her and her boys
1: no, exactly because so that, she that... does
0: have one daughter but
1: yeah, but she's not. She's not. <laughs> I think by, I think she means in the media facility. <laughs> yeah, I, I unless, um, what's his daughter called? Nancy. Nancy. Unless Nancy should walk back in through the door. But I think
0: that's Maybe unlikely. Maybe Johnny did it.
1: <laughs> Maybe Johnny did. He was so upset. Johnny was
0: coming home from his law party. <laughs> law degree party. Coming home late and walked into Stuart and
1: did johnny go i'm trying to think now i'm trying to remember oh, he went somewhere well, he, he's doing his law degree it was something it was to like do with his law degree wasn't it I no don't, i don't want to talk about Johnny. no 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 I just... he's got far more important things <laughs> so
0: takes us to the end of the night it's all dark yes and that's when Stuart's talking to himself directly in the mirror again and this yeah. is in
1: the queen vic toilet mm. so again he's showing these signs and this time though the conversation although i wouldn't say it was jolly the first conversation but it was a bit more Happy and a little bit more um, excitable, mm. but this time it was a lot more focused. Yeah, the conversation. he conversation exactly
0: what he was. Um, he, he wanted to do. for.
1: Yeah, there were more clues as well by the end of the night from some of other characters or the other residents of the Vic. Right. I mean, Whitney says that she isn't scared of people like him anymore. When halfway brings up uh, about Stuart, mm-hmm. and also Dylan, we forgot that Dylan Box is now uh, living yeah. or was living with them for the night because Dylan's retracted <laughs> his statement. Don't forget. Yeah. Um, because he said that Stuart's been doing a torrent of threats they're similar mm, to what he was doing yes. with the carters
0: and it's worked on Dylan quite it's, fast
1: but Dylan's not got family has he no we, we don't know where the other boxes are <laughs> we don't know where they're I don't want to know where they whether are. they're packed and folded into he his attic or not enough
0: so yeah they have they planted that like this random character who's also sleeping in the house, and he um he's got security, and, and he's and got something in his bag. Which yes, so he mm. says this is, and th- he taps it. Yeah, yeah. It'll <laughs> help him sleep tonight. It'll help so. him.
1: Yeah. So we we're led to believe that it's a weapon of some sort, um, or
0: Linda's migraine pill, <laughs> yeah, maybe, or another bottle because they
1: downed that tequila. Mm. I mean, they were really yeah. making a night. So Linda to was
0: quite drunk. Um, Tina was Tina quite was drunk. Tina was very drunk, and which
1: later she kind of mm. uses as a an excuse for why she wasn't quite so immediate. Yeah. With the rest of the family when they woke up,
0: yeah. Mick is going out because he can't sleep, so he's taking the dog for a walk.
1: Or has he? Mm-hmm. Dot dot dot.
0: And Shirley is by the bar with a baseball bat.
1: <laughs> yes, but but she's not that good of a security no, uh, measure disappears. because she goes out for a, a fag in the back. <laughs> yeah. And Whitney he... and
0: Halfway are upstairs sleeping in the same mm.
1: room. She's adamant though that she did. She was sat. She was stood next to the door, so she couldn't have seen anyone walking in or out of yeah, the door, and it was all locked. Really, she's the only means, we're led to believe at the moment, of entry in and out. Not mm. surely, the door that yeah. she left open. In the meantime, though, we should also bring up that Stuart had had a conversation with Dennis yes. earlier that day.
0: He did. Gave him some money. He said, I just need some more help again. And he, we also see that he has knuckle dusters later that he's given to Dennis, but yeah. we don't know what Dennis has done. No. Whether Dennis is the one that lets Stuart into the Vic somehow like he did last time. But the the read in the toilets or something, I don't know. Dennis
1: hid in the toilet. Maybe. Yeah, but Sharon would have been on him like a hawk. Yeah. Well, Dennis has done something. We just don't know what yet. We, yes, Dennis. Dennis is the key to this. Um, as progressive, <laughs> well, he is because progressively.
0: Oh, is he? I don't think he is. I think that's another red herring. I don't think he did anything that important. He's just worried that he did. Oh no, life. I think he's done do something. You?
1: I think he's done something which is of relevance. Something that's really that will be very telling of how Stuart committed it. Mm. I do. I think that's how. I don't think it's going to be something stupid like. Dennis was the one who shot him or something like that and then quickly ran away to make it look like it was one of the carters. But I do think there is, he's at least an important piece of the puzzle.
0: Mm. Well, the knuckle dusters must have, I don't know what they've got. Why was he given the knuckle dusters exactly?
1: Because he had his choice as well. He could have had the baton. (laughs) It smells like bacon. Yeah. He said, you can still smell the bacon on it.
0: So um, Stuart rings the Vic bell at night time and he has a gun and he spins it. And it looks towards him. Yes. Someone comes downstairs and he says, Oh, it must be my lucky day. Yes. And then we hear a gunshot. And uh, then there's an external shot
1: seconds. An external shot of the the Vic, a ground shot, so you can looking up at it. And then you hear a bang. Obviously, where Stuart is, is found a bit later, it yes, makes a bit, it makes it a bit suspicious because obviously there was obviously again there was a conversation that, as you said there was a ten second ten fifteen second gap between yes, so
0: something must have happened or something must have happened a tussle or, yeah
1: I don't know but how did he end up because obviously he ended no blood in the kitchen with no
0: blood like trail or anything yeah
1: yeah but 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 was you know that's what I mean he obviously wasn't shot in the Vic no. main saloon bar mm. because they also said there was no flash in the window. No so he must have been
0: shot in the kitchen
1: <laughs> yes but how did they lend end up wow. in the kitchen should
0: we try and work it out so right. we've both what re tuesday's episode because that was basically the all the events leading that was the up. murder mystery beginning so we've tried to break it down as much as we can for everyone in our detective ways so the opening shots is linda she's the first one downstairs she looks shaken and scared so, because impression, she just shot him. But
1: she's in the hallway, yeah. so, and she looks frozen. So mm-hmm. she looks; she doesn't look like she's gone anywhere. She looks like she's just come yeah. down the stairs, frozen.
0: And that's when you hear in the background, you hear someone run out and slam the door, and someone's ran out through the cellar. Yes, gone. through I mean, the back door. We don't door. know who. We're assuming is Dylan because he's the one that's missing now yeah no, not, not but concerned. she's already it could got, be mick
1: she's already gone back into the bar at this point mm. so she doesn't see who no and they actually leave the door open i think they yeah, just yeah come, but you just hear like you hear it opening someone and they're running. Yeah, running out
0: so um shirley's outside this is when you find out shirley's outside smoking and then the next person to come downstairs is whitney it's the second one but we but don't it, see her come down yeah, the stairs that's what i gonna say i've got a little note here from what you said so it looks like she come out from the kitchen hmm very suspicious. Here. Very suspicious.
1: In two two ways, if you think about it. One, she comes out of the kitchen and we later find out that Stuart had been shot in the kitchen. Mm. But two, later on when we know that he'd been shot in the kitchen, which if she hadn't shot him... Would she have not seen him? Mm. She'd
0: tr- or at least the trouble... Trailbla- I guess he was mm. around that corner, but why was she in the kitchen?
1: Why was she in the... M-
0: midnight snack? Mm. An Oreo in a glass of Was she of milk? in the freezer hiding or something? <laughs> well, like um, Aunt, 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 ba- Aunt Babe?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a theory that Aunt Babe had done it oh. um, online, by the way. I wish
0: she was doing it so she could have yeah, done it. Yeah, there's a
1: little theory going around that Aunt <laughs> Babe had hidden in the freezer and came out and shot him. Mm.
0: So the <laughs> next person to come downstairs is halfway... He comes and hugs Whitney straight away,
1: mm. but they also give each other knowing looks. looks yeah. yeah,
0: and Tina is still upstairs. She says she didn't hear a bang, no, and then she says that Dylan's missing. So, mm. this is obviously where Shirley is, um, Team Dylan <laughs> throughout the week. Wait,
1: Shirley, straight well, f- well for to begin with, yeah, Shirley and Mick start pushing the blame onto Dylan, don't they? Mm. Um, and it, I think to even Tina does, doesn't she? Anyway, yes. she does a bit later, maybe.
0: Mm. So, um, the next clue about what is happening here is when linda goes upstairs she sees that lady Di is still in her dog bed
1: yes when she goes to investigate mm. where ollie is yeah. where ollie is safe
0: so ollie's awake rubbing could his eyes him. with toy cars <laughs> well could have been him but that's another
1: theory isn't it on twitter <laughs> it, it was ollie the who shot mr burns yeah theory. it's like maggie yeah
0: um so yeah she sees that lady Di is still in her bed so obviously mick hasn't walked her but mick's missing
1: yes Mick's still not the Vic. Mm. So, so this
0: is obviously where Linda goes into panic mode and thinks, oh, Mick's done this. Mm. I need to uh, cover this up.
1: It gets worse because um, then Linda finds the gun in the icebox in mm. the pub.
0: Yeah, it's a bit later on. We're going in order here. Oh, OK, sorry. we're get getting getting a hell of yourself. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just getting excited. We've got a wall of suspects up here. So <laughs> yeah, we're working yeah, out. Yeah. I wonder where all the string went. <laughs> so the next um, other clue is Shirley and Halfway They both go into the toilets trying to look for Stuart Mm. because they don't know he's been shot yet. So that sort of gives the impression that Shirley, I'm pretty sure Shirley didn't do this. Because she's throwing her accusations about all week to loads of people, isn't she?
1: Yeah, I mean, for someone, if she did do
0: it, then she's very quick to push blame onto other people. Mm. But I think I, if Shirley did do it, she would just be like, "Also, I think that would half admit it maybe to Mick and Linda." Like, yeah, she would. She? she would almost show off yeah. that she had
1: done it, or at least she would comfort Tina because her and Tina are been very close throughout this whole story. Mm. And I think she would have almost, as a side note, said it was me, Tina, yeah. but don't say anything. But then could Tina be trusted with information? Well,
0: that's the thing. The next one is the really suspicious one. It's where they show like quite a few shots of Whitney looking at Tina. And Whitney's like quite stiff. But like, why do they keep looking? They keep looking at each other, Mm. Tina and Whitney at this point. And it's a bit like one of them. (laughs) I think it's one of them that have done this. Because Whitney's body, if you watch Whitney throughout the episode, she's always like placed in the back. Yeah. And she's quite, like, stiff. And uh, she's she's upset, but not, like, she's not, like, sad upset. She's, like, shocked upset. Mm, well, she, it's just she, she's her surprised are that she eyes done it. And she's very, yeah. Mm. So I, I'm, at the moment, I'm thinking it's Whitney. Or oh, do you, Whitney Dean? Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you're right. She's always in the background and she's always look every time, uh, for instance, when they suggest after they've gone to the toilets, they suggest going into the kitchen. Whitney's the first one to gesture at, um, halfway to say. Yeah. And she looks yeah, at like, him and stuff and yeah. like, oh, he's about to um, find out. what." Do you think. OK, actually, no, I'm jumping ahead of myself. When we get to Friday's episode, I to okay. say something.
0: OK, so this is when halfway goes into the kitchen. Halfway's the one that finds Stuart because he cries and says, oh, no, he's dying, isn't he? <laughs> um and this is at the same time as when mick comes home so i think this is the point when mick and linda then look at each other and this is when things get a bit confused with each other and this is when mick looks at linda looking upset so i think he thinks was oh, something happened has linda done something yes and that's then now right. she's looking at mick thinking oh mick's just come back he's got a cut on his face he looks I think he's done something. It's almost, yeah, they're so, all immediately,
1: without even saying it to mm, each other, but they don't know that they're thinking that about each other. Yeah. Um. So that's, that's a bit worrying. So they're, they're in straight away trying to think of a plan of trying to get each other out of trouble.
0: Mm, which obviously isn't going to work. Yeah, I think we can rule both of them out. Or at least we can rule Linda out, definitely. We
1: can rule Linda out for another reason. Again, we'll talk about it a bit later.
0: So um, that's two ruled out, so that's good. (laughs) Shirley, that's when Shirley says to everyone, all the doors are locked, so it must be someone who's in this house. Mm. And she blames Dylan again.
1: Yes, she's, yeah. Because
0: Dylan's run away. And that's when Linda finds the gun. Because Mick says to her, go get some towels to cover Stuart's bleeding. And that's obviously when she goes to get some ice to make towels wet and stuff she obviously sees the gun that's in the ice It's in the ice box so someone must have they must have had a talk with Stuart in the vic yeah got into the kitchen somehow during like fight i don't know i don't think it was a fight argument or but it must be a quiet argument
1: yeah well that's right but we and then the guns put back into into the ice ice. well it's hidden in the ice box Hmm. unless
0: there's two guns
1: i don't think i don't think there was an argument i think it was just that stuart i don't know i don't i really don't no, know i can't work I can't out how it got how he got shot yeah if you If you see what i mean i mean you're i don't think i think a lot of things happened in the vic but you wouldn't hear it and there wasn't there was no noise coming mm. from the shot outside unless
0: dylan was passed out drunk and tina went in his bag got the gun and there's a second gun and she shot stuart and the shoot the shooting scared dylan so he ran away but didn't take his bag and tina's hidden the bag something.
1: well no that's the that's the other maybe th- that well that's the other thing first of all where is dylan's bag because we don't really unless d- we know dylan ran away but did dylan, mm. dylan well if he was spooked did he remember yeah. to um take, take his bag him? with him well but then the police would have found it that would have been something yeah, that would k- been. tina might have yeah, but how t- could tina have hidden it she wouldn't have time to hi- mm. hide it i know she was the last one to come down from downstairs but she wouldn't have had time to hide
0: it in the attic with her diaries yeah, but again, the police they would have missed the it. They showed the in the attic recently. Maybe they showed it for a reason. Mm, but again, they would have yeah, gone upstairs and had a look. And but you don't know. She could have done... Maybe she hid it at Doc's house at Sonya's. But she
1: wouldn't have had time to do that. Sonya, the, no do you remember a few weeks it? ago,
0: they announced that Sonya has a big part in the storyline, didn't they? Oh, On did they? I, I don't remember that, no. Yeah. Oh, so, yes, I do, actually, because we were saying that it's uh, Sonya Sonya's... storyline. Yeah, Sonya's storyline. So line. maybe Tina's... Hidden the bag at Sonya's, and we don't know that yet. No,
1: because Tina hasn't got time <laughs> to go to Sonya's. It would have been going out the door. No, I know. To, uh, but the the other question is that brings it up: is if it was a gun in Dylan's bag, which gun was it that was put in the icebox? Was mm. it Dylan's gun or was it Stuart's gun? And if it was Dylan's gun, where's the other gun? Where's the other gun? Yeah. So that's uh, a tricky it, situation. That's a tricky situation.
0: So um, while this is all going on, we have half. Uh, we have Whitney who goes upstairs. Um, And she unlocks Halfway's phone. She knows his passcode. She does. I know. He's got his balls (laughs) in a vice, hasn't he?
1: I wonder if they share a Facebook account. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whitney (laughs) and Halfway. (laughs)
0: Whiffway. Whitway. Whitway. Um, So she deletes a text that Halfway sent to Stuart that says, I never want to see you again. Yes. Which makes us think, well, I thought, well, she knows his password. Did she send that text to Stuart so he... Stop seeing halfway, or did halfway actually send that? I mean, Stuart? Stuart
1: did reply to it, so you think that halfway would have seen the reply, mm. so he would have been like, who's been using my phone? If I just had thought been it was Whitney. strange.
0: Like, why did Whitney
1: but then, delete that text? Didn't it, Yeah, and again, knowing that the police probably would be able to retrieve the text from Stuart's phone. I know that's silly. Mistake so it's a bit of a well. sta- that's again that's a, yeah. A Whitney made mistake. quite a
0: few mistakes. And Tina did.
1: And Linda, they oh, all yeah. made quite a few mistakes. <laughs> to be fair, another thing was that again it kind of strengthens the story of whether it was more than one person maybe it was or, or more mm, than one scream. person knows about it maybe so someone maybe committed the crime but it was mm. a, it was a two person a two-hander as it were yeah. who was committing it because if halfway knew that whitney had sent that text to say i don't want anything to do with you anymore so maybe then two were in cahoots
0: oh what halfway mm. no halfway's not on my radar at all oh me oh he
1: is me i think oh. halfway's playing the he's stressed not very good at brother. playing that
0: though because remember every time like remember during the Aiden thing and Mick interrogated him and he like broke on the first question yeah
1: but I'm not saying halfway shot him I'm just saying halfway was in cahoots or what, covering
0: his girlfriend's tracks or something Wait, or, but or he somewhere. knew that Whitney was doing it
1: Whitney kind of they made it like an it might have been a quick last minute agreement it might be an agreement they made there when and it happened. then but Mm. maybe yeah it's going on the strengths of you saying that you think it's Whitney maybe <laughs> it's Whitney and halfway conspired mm. to murder Stuart mm.
0: <gasps> dom, <True>. dom, maybe <laughs> so um the next bit is when halfway feels sick again because he sees blood <laughs> oh yes he throws <laughs> He's up. not very good is he and this <laughs> is when Mick almost kills Stuart he, well he, he attempts to suffocate yeah her. and he would have carried on but um someone interrupts him and comes in and says oh where's the ambulance and he sort of stops Someone comes back into the kitchen, it's yeah. Like, would he have carried on? Would if he have no one the job? In? I mean, he was doing
1: it again, he was doing it in, in a room of, with another person in there, so they w- would have seen no. Because
0: halfway was the only one, and he said, Oh, halfway felt sick, and then that's when he did it. And His back someone, was turned, yeah, to it, but it? so he wasn't seeing it. Mm. But yeah, the second someone came back in, he stopped himself. Mm. But yeah, I mean, even Dean didn't push Mick to um kill him, he saved Dean in the end, <laughs> yes, from he drowning. Could, he couldn't do it, could he? So, <laughs> no. Hmm. But then that was because Shirley was
1: there screaming, saying, no, Mick, don't do it. And I think Shirley would be a bit more encouraging with the murder of Stuart. It's not just one. I suppose what Dean did was harsh and he kind of goaded the family then as well didn't he at the time mm-hmm. so but yeah no what stuart's, pushed stuart's
0: obviously broken mick he has but but then again <laughs> that's late, what stuart does isn't it that's exactly it's just on, a big game of torturer this is it
1: this is it mm-hmm. this is exactly what i'm thinking because again it's brought up a couple of times later on in, in the week
0: um so there's another bit i've written down here which was quite strange is when mick says to whitney go to whitney he needs you oh yeah um and whitney says why why does he need me? Yeah, when Mick says thought, to Whitney, That's...
1: halfway needs you, and she replies, why? What's he said?
0: Yeah, what's he said? So, like...
1: Yeah, see? See? My idea is not so <laughs> dumb after all
0: but <laughs> so like that could just be whitney feeling guilty because she knows that she's done this and she or, thinks halfway's noticed something
1: or that she knows that halfway's not really the strong-minded yeah, character might have broken and, and told everyone and already broken it's only no. taken 10 minutes <laughs> of seeing his
0: brother. so um that was a really interesting thing there's mm-hmm. lots of little things like that throughout the episode so um the next points that i've got on here is shirley and tina sat down talking and shirley's saying to tina well it's hun- it's definitely dylan it's definitely him he's the one that's done it yeah and that's when tina goes no he doesn't have the bottle he wouldn't ever do that
1: yes but then he might have because he'd been drinking too much Mm. he had a lot to drink
0: i mean dylan you're or tina's so sure it wasn't dylan because it was tina (laughs) oh really dylan was asleep
1: or tina slept with dylan that wouldn't put it past it well come on no but um there's no time for that (laughs) but (laughs) there is always time for a fair dylan married we
0: don't know. We don't know, boxes. do we? do I doubt the it. Situation.
1: Tina also, if you noted, got pro- progressively colder. Like, she would be really kind yeah, of she dismissive was like, about the whole situation. Yeah,
0: that's because she hates... She, she would just be fine if she died, wouldn't she? Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I think that's another, like... She's quite cold. She doesn't actually she just doesn't want to save him.
1: Yeah, I mean she if she's the bravest one of them all. Also, if you, when they're looking for Stuart, she's quite brave, ma- leading to maybe it's Tina because she doesn't seem to. Ca- she just kind of like come on, be- Stuart. I
0: think that's down to the torture thing where you can't break me, sort of thing. I think she's reached that point where she's like, actually, mm. you don't scare me, so or I'm just gonna act, put the front up, or she knows that Stuart was not a threat at that time. And that she could
1: mm. she could walk quite roam freely around the pub knowing that Stuart wouldn't be able to
0: retaliate. Maybe. I mean, the next part of the Tina situation, which makes her a bit suspicious, is when Mick says to Whitney, oh, can you phone the ambulance? Where are they? Yeah. Um, and she phones them and they say, oh, we haven't got a record of this being reported. Mm. And then Whitney says, it's obviously a recorded phone call on the 999. So she says, oh, we did phone. We phoned 10 minutes ago. And then her and Tina stare at each other again like knowing looks well Whitney
1: lies when the police
0: arrive mm. and they said who phoned who f- she said it was me yeah and why,
1: And then they kind of insinuated why did you did, was, did you say someone else phoned yeah and Whitney said and looks at Tina and, but mm. again Tina looks really cold yeah. Tina looks blank mm. as if I don't care let them know I Very don't suspicious care suspicious these two girls it's one of those too, it has to be mm. what you reckon is it, it's always the women though the women the strong characters that's what I mean it's
0: like the um the live episode when Stacey and Mrs. She was the one that killed Archie yeah Whitney's always been compared to Stacey when she first arrived like oh she's the new Stacey and it's just that sort of I can imagine it being the reveal there's going to be Whitney that did it be- mm. because they she always has this comparison to Stacey as an actress and a popular character so that's where my first thought comes from. I mean, Whitney's
1: from. been through a lot, like Stacey, mm. and uh, she's hardened herself. So you're right, it's it's a good potential that Whitney... And also, Whitney's always wanted to get into the Carters, hasn't she? Mm. So would this be a way in for the Carters?
0: Yeah. Protecting protecting
1: their own. Protecting their own. <gasps> We have to quickly say about Sharon and Keanu because they're intertwined in the story as well. Yeah, they're coming
0: up in a minute because Linda takes a little walk somewhere. Yes, she does. So, um, yeah, their affair is continuing into the late night. It is.
1: It is. Half, half.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I find it really funny that Sharon, because they want to um, obviously be alone together they keep getting interrupted so Sharon says oh I know a place an alley near the canal <laughs> it's like why
1: does she know this place well, maybe is just... it where Den got shot originally I'm presuming it is the <laughs> same canal I don't
0: know it just seems a bit is there an episode in classic EastEnders we've not seen yet where she goes to the canal and what young teenage Sharon on the pill <laughs> I mean <laughs> is it yeah. one of her old she convinced horns? Dr. Legg to finally give yeah. her the pill so that's her first suggestion for her and Keanu an outside romp in the Canal Alley. I mean, at least it'll be dry. It's been nice weather recently. I guess. So there'll be no rain. and we will be very surely muddy. Surely Sharon could, like, rent a hotel for a night. Well. With cash, so there's no trace. But, oh, maybe I was about more, to say maybe that's the Maybe it's trace. the thrill of it that Sharon's after. Doing outside with, with Keanu. <laughs> with Keanu. Up against a wall. Where her dad was not <laughs> murdered, but was murdered. Up against a canal boat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Watch it so, run. yeah, she's there. And obviously, Dennis is acting sus- scared and worried because he's heard a gunshot. So he doesn't want Sharon to leave. Yes. Which, again... We don't know what, we don't know enough about what Dennis has done yet mm. to um theorise. And
1: Dennis was only one of two people who was woken by that gunshot.
0: The other one being Hunter. Mm. Hunter was awoken by that gunshot yeah. as well. He um, was woken, but not everyone in the one. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Very odd. I mean, that line when um Mel turns around and goes, A gun that was purely added in just for the trailer because <laughs> they had it on the trailer and it's like that's just there's the a trailer. few moments there that... yeah like when she throws a glass yeah. at the wall. that was just for the trailer mm.
1: but that's 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 that's, Mel- that's melon sad sack jack <laughs> we have to talk about them a bit oh, later yeah
0: <laughs> no so this is when linda takes the gun she wraps it up in all her towels and she actually <laughs> leaves all in her, her dressing towels. gown she goes so she leaves the scene of the crime she does and this is when Keanu's still waiting for
1: Sharon to meet at the canal spot Mm. uh Sharon can't text back apparently but Sharon's too busy making cocoa for (laughs) Dennis but he sees a vehicle pulling up and he believes it to be Sharon so he's like oh yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) unzips his coat
1: let's go (laughs) um so he starts to approach it but realizes it's not Sharon when Linda comes out of the car Mm. looking frightened scared yes. shaking good holding. acting by her this oh week. i have to say acting yeah. props to linda
0: fantastic i said this i said on twitter this is the episode that makes her the uh, matriarch of the show yeah this is, this is the making of linda this is the um strong woman who will do anything to save her family it's Absolutely. like that classic um, Eastenders thing isn't it so they're, they're building
1: her back up again we've talked about this before they mm. weakened linda they've yeah. weakened linda but they're
0: bringing her back and so yeah fantastic yeah. do anything to save her family. family family so um yeah she like rubs it down with the towels to like get rid of the prints i'm assuming she yeah, thinks that's how you do it um and then she chucks it into the canal into um, the shallow end which i thought was a bit know, she should have like thrown she it but throat. there was like a canal boat like watching as well so mm. I don't know how sa- is, Can they... I mean, a gun will just sink into the mud. So if they search that area, it's oh, going it to be there, isn't it? It's not going to travel.
1: No, it would... Well, can I, I don't think there's a... Is there a free flow in the no. canal? I really don't
0: know. So that's a mistake because they... Well, anyway, like, I've no, got... No, you're an, right. I've, it's a big yeah, mistake. I've got a note on here because obviously the police arrive and they question Mick where Linda is because she's the only one missing. Mm. And the policeman asks Mick to call her and um, she answers and say, oh, just say we were together. yes. But um, th- I've got a little note here saying, are they going to track this call later on? Which is something we'd lead to yeah. maybe later on also when we it. Which is why we think um, the arrest happens later. Yes. So, um, so then we have a scene with Keanu and Sharon, where Keanu tells Sharon, um, I saw Linda mm. do something. She looked worried. He didn't see the gun, though, but she saw that she dropped something in the canal. Yes. And that's when Sharon says, don't say anything to the police. No. You don't grass in Wolford."
1: But we don't we don't grass on our friends.
0: No, although apparently Linda's not his friend. So, well, I know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what's Linda River
1: done to Keanu? But Keanu's such an innocent. He has to. He can't. And he said himself, Mm. since big moral compass. He's a very moralistic guy, and he said himself since the the heist. He knows that it's not a really not a good him. idea. Yeah. yeah, it's not a good idea to lie. Well, I'm
0: sorry, but if you're getting involved with Sharon Mitchell, it's, it's going to be a life of crime from now on.
1: Well, which is, again, a discussion they have in the second cafe <laughs> later on in the week.
0: Yes. So um, that's pretty much the breakdown of the events of the night. That's the shooting. So we obviously have the police interviews to go through and then Friday's episode where there is an arrest. Mm. Um, so we're just gonna have a little break now so we can um clear our palate a bit yes rest and our minds bay of sorts and then get back on it so we're going off to a new section which we've got this week which is a brief history in walford
1: yes a new feature to celebrate Something very special. Mm, how exciting! But uh, first of all, let me just describe what our new feature, a brief history of Wolford, is all about. It's basically looking at a. Is it a brief history of Wolford? <laughs> it's looking at a, a building or a place establishment establishment playground <laughs> canal <laughs> in <laughs> Wolford that has a has a history, like most places in Wolford does. Um, and we're going dis- to to discuss a couple of or three things that we both. Remember from that. Fondly remember. Fondly remember from that place. Now, Starting with the biggest place. Starting from the biggest place. It's the lively heart of the square and the centre of drama, confessions and fights since its conception. If Wolves could talk, there'd be many, many stories that they would be telling us right now. We are talking about the old Queen Victoria Public House. Now, the reason we're talking about the Queen Victoria Public House is because we've got some very special merch that you can now buy Mm -hmm. which has a original drawing of the Queen Vic bust Mm. on it you can get a t-shirt which I'm wearing right now how do you think I look
0: very good yeah
1: i see you're sitting on the queen vic bus <laughs> <I> space <laughs> she's in the best place
0: she, <laughs> she could be. she's in the
1: warmest place you could be but yeah
0: it's a cool design that we've got it's an excellent it?
1: design yeah and you can it's on jumpers as well or phone cases we uh yeah. you know we've done it because it looks really cool
0: but also because it helps us out if if you want to help us if own. you want to help us out if you don't you get something for helping us but out. you
1: get something cool for
0: helping us out yeah, an original queen vic design
1: yeah the one of perhaps many so yeah so if you want to find it you need to go to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash eastenders weekly podcast um, and you can find all the designs on all the different bits of pieces like say mobile phone case you can get badges you can get jumpers mm. t-shirts you can't get gloves pop which sockets are... <laughs> you can't get pop no. sockets Disappointing you can get like me. mugs mugs coasters yes so have a look have a rummage through have a look and let us know what your top yeah. five are and they do look really cool and uh we'll post some pictures of us like me wearing the t-shirt and ben hugging the pillow <laughs> like it's his display his display picture and yeah and have a look and see if there's anything on there you like mm. but anyway any
0: ideas of future logos. also
1: true if you have any ideas of something you'd like to see on, i mean the any queen Vic merch. was
0: my idea so it's your idea next
1: I've got one bubbling, trust me. One bubbling. Bubbling is a bit of a clue as well. Then we'll see which one's most popular. Yes, Like The Apprentice. (laughs) We'll bring... We're trying to get Lord Sugar on to be like Mm -hmm. a judge. Or Trump. Uh, No. (laughs) So we are talking, as we say, about the Queen Victoria Pub, and we're talking about some of the moments that we... stuck in our heart that we fondly remember about its history. Mm. At our
0: our old local.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have a quick half down the uh, old local. So... What's your first memory? Well, I'm going
0: first, and I tried, but this one's really random, but I thought it might be, not be one that's on your list, so we don't get any double ups. Okay. So, it's it's kind of two things <laughs> in one go, but I'm going to take it as one, but it's two things. You always, like, you can never do one of anything. <laughs> it always has to be more. No. So, it was the scene, it was the episode where Ethel dies. Right. The first part, where she has her 85th birthday, and she gets taken into the Vic. And it's all filled up with loads of characters. Janine's there. Oh. Ian's there. Classic. Pauline's there. Do, so it's all the classic ones. All, all the originals. There, and um, she's she gets taken in. They pick her up in her wheelchair and like <laughs> parade her around the square and into the Vic. And it's just really nice. And she's got a wig on. It's <laughs> nice to see she's happy it's 85th birthday. But like the second half is her wake, which is done at the Vic. Mm. And it's interesting because it's the same day that the Slaters are moving in to the square. Oh, right. So it's yes. sort of like a... Old East End, like, there's, like, a cut-off point where it's, like, sort of the new EastEnders, isn't it, when it, the Slaters arrive? Yeah, the new uh, h-
1: history, because the, mm. the Slaters are seen almost as the... Yeah, the main big family, aren't the they? Main the main big family, yeah, almost like they're start starting again, like, it's 1985 mm. again, so they're starting so introducing All that was interesting that they,
0: you know, Ethel's funeral was on the same day that this new mm. legacy family was introduced. But I just thought the scene of her birthday was really... Nice. And, like, the Vic's really full and it's really colourful. Mm. And it's, like, yeah, it's happy.
1: Well, it's a bit, like, it's nice, actually, when they use the Vic as a, a vocal point for everyone to come and to collect themselves together. Mm. Um, they most recently did it, obviously, for Shaquille's death when they had the coronation, not the coronation, they had the royal wedding and yeah. they had the FA cup Mm. final and actually that scene in the pub when the pub is split in half Mm. and uh yeah when when one half is watching the football match and the other half is watching the wedding it was nice because there was this kind of spirit and this enthusiasm Mm. obviously it kind of ended a little bit badly because there was a bit of a uh, well yeah yeah obviously but
0: but it's nice to see like the occasional happy moment in there, I thought. Mm. So I'd start off on a positive.
1: Yeah, no, that's a nice positive <laughs> as well. I, I also remember Ethel's death, and that was a wonderful scene as well with uh, Dot mm. as
0: well. But that yeah. didn't
1: happen in the Vic, no, so sadly, we cannot discuss it any but further. But it was the
0: same day as her birthday. It was the same day. That was the same episode. Mm. So.
1: Yeah. Talking about bringing in the new, um something uh, reminded me of and again this wasn't actually an episode but when they did the promo with Ronnie and Roxy mm-hmm. uh, and it was a full 30 second promo and they had lively music and it was when they were being introduced as the landladies of the Queen Vic um because Peggy they came back from living in Ibiza and Peggy wanted yes. them to live in mm. the vic with them, um, and it's just such a wonderful promo they used the
0: vic for. Again, mm. it was very lively, it was very over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it wasn't like Roxy. Like, or were they in like a cowgo outfit, and she was like pretending to ride like a mechanical bull? Like, I think so. Something like that, wasn't it? And I mean, they were slamming shots yeah. on the bar, it was just like showing them. what their characters were. <laughs> yeah, how and crazy! And, <laughs> and, yeah,
1: <laughs> what 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 the, basically the audience had in store. It was a really nice way of basically learning what a character was before they'd even been in the show mm. for, for real it was a really good introduction for mm. them too and all the guys were like really excited and lively all the younger members of the bar were all excited Tracy I think was in the background kind of peering <laughs> over kind of, of like no I don't know if I approve but at the same time I'm enjoying the spirit of things mm. and then there's the shot of Mo looking uh really disapprovingly at the them <laughs> two kind of just shaking her head as if to say no, no this isn't no, this isn't yeah, right no. this is what I want to be involved with mm. but yeah th- again it, it wasn't really something that happened Uh, as a storyline it was just a promo but it's such a great promo when Mm. they use the pub again to show that the enthusiasm and the community spirit that the Enders seems to have always you know tied Mm. to it
0: they did a little nod to that on Ronnie's wedding day didn't they on the episode when they're having the part the after party yes and it was filmed really similar to that advert with their favorite slow motion cameras but like it had like all the cast dancing it was Mm. kind of non-scripted i think because there was no dialogue but it was just the cast i think they must have just said have some fun and have a party and they're all dancing weren't they and all the kids were dancing a similar sort of feel you got from that
1: to be fair i don't know if it had been done deliberately but you've made me think was that was that
0: almost a conscious full loop so they
1: started partying Mm. and they ended partying
0: Mm, possibly Mm, that's very interesting the film quite similar weren't they
1: Really well. As we, we jokingly used to uh, say that they had that camera, that slow motion camera, and they must have paid a lot of money for it yeah. because they used it she for everything. to like 12 actors. Yeah. To, <laughs> to get that camera. And everything for about a three-month radius was filmed using that blooming camera. Mm. Like when Bex was like, when the bullies were being left the hall and they were oh, being yeah. booed at and they used the slow motion camera. When Louise fell back into the candles, they used the oh, slow yeah, motion camera. Everything yeah. was being
0: used for that. That slow motion camera has a lot to answer for. <laughs> Any more from you? yes my second one is kind of obvious hopefully you haven't got this one it's when dirty den is finally killed oh second time and buried in the vic cellar
1: i must admit i have got it on my list but it's okay don't you worry it's a very good episode
0: yeah so that's a big one for me because that's one of my favorite storylines is the um den murder cover-up with chrissy and zoe and sam
1: yeah and it's a really good story yeah. that and she
0: thinks he's dead and she's like crawling away and he like wakes up and says what does he say it's something like you'll never get me out of this vic and like grabs her ankle and stuff and then she
1: to be fair she he whacked never, him on the head again he whacks him on the head do you know what he whacked her on him on the head with what she whacked then on the head with no,
0: zoe hit him with a doorstop it, 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 it was, was it both? The doorstop? It was the doorstop. Yeah, oh, was it was it? a dog-shaped
1: doorstop. It was Pauline's. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they it was had like to a Westie, Westy, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah. And they had to get it back into Pauline's house without Pauline noticing. <laughs> and so there was there was really funny scenes when they had it under the coat, and just as Pauline left the room, they would don't take it out the coat, and then Pauline would come walking back in again, and they quickly <laughs> hide it back under the coat. Um, but Den was right; you couldn't ever get him out of that pub because he was buried underneath it was for quite a while. Yeah, quite a few months. Quite a while. Is he not still? Oh, I suppose he wasn't. He was ex- no, excavated. Yes, he was. For oh that's a shame in a funny way i wish that he stayed there yeah well i do i mm-hmm. wish christy christy hadn't been found out because then that would be, she must be nice.
0: getting out of jail soon it's quite a while ago wasn't it? yeah
1: i suppose yes someone needs something to uh keep an eye on sharon <laughs> these last
0: few uh weeks i don't know if um sharon buried den back with angie though i wonder what together in like... yeah because when he first was dead but he wasn't dead mm. she buried that body with angie but then when he came back, he went to the grave and said, "Oh, that was a joke. Very me with her." Um, but I wonder where what she did with his body the second time. I don't know. That's interesting. That That's a bit of interesting yeah. information yeah. to look for. I mean, sticking
1: to Sharon, I thought it'd <laughs> <Cool>. be <laughs> I thought it'd be rude not to bring up one of the greater storylines of Sharongate. The original mm. Sharon Gate, because obviously... <laughs> yeah, the first one. The first one, because we were getting in the midst of a second one <laughs> as we speak. I mean, at the time, it pulled in 25.3 million viewers mm. this episode. This was
0: the Grant-Phil-Sharon affair. Yeah, so was Grant... This the one that... No, no, I'm thinking of the baby monitor, but that was Tiffany. That was Tiffany. Yeah, Yeah, poor Grant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He found things out through audio concepts
0: every time. I can't remember how he found this one out. Well, Grant um, was
1: being a bit mean to Sharon, to be fair, and everyone was keeping an eye on him. And Michelle reported him to the police, and when the police picked him up, he hit Michelle and the police officer. So then Grant was put into prison. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this time, Michelle's boyfriend at the time was making a book. And in order to get stories for his book, he was interviewing people. Oh, right. And Sharon agreed to be interviewed if Michelle was the one interviewing her. So they do a normal standard, like, oh, was it like living in the uh, the West End? Oh, yeah, you've lived your whole life, blah, blah, blah. And they forget to turn the tape off. And they start talking after a few glasses of wine. <laughs> cool. They start talking a bit more candidly. And this is when Sharon exposes that she had an affair with Phil. The kinder, at the time, the kinder. Yeah, the
0: kinder of the two.
1: And... Yeah. Anyway, during Phil and Kathy's engagement party at the Vic, uh, Grant goes off to buy some more beer down, I'm sure, down the uh, at the supplier. Mm. And when he was driving back, he was rummaging through the glove box, looking for a tape. <laughs> and what tape should he come across? Why, mm. No no
0: other than the tape of Sharon's confession. Well, he listens to it in the car on his way back. He listens to it in the car on the Did way he back. I think it was like a sexy mixtape that <laughs> Sharon made for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, she sings With, to him. With um, her, her hits on it. All her hits. <laughs> well,
1: um... something Something out of nothing and and cool girls bring 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 yeah
0: but no it wasn't it
1: It sadly um, wasn't and he decided to play it in front of again in front of a pub full of people They like doing that i know and it just went i can't imagine the uncomfortableness of i watched it it's just uncomfortable to Mm. watch and kathy obviously calls sharon a a slut (laughs) and smacks her around the face and uh well the fallout happens obviously later on when Mm. they have the fight at mitchell motors or the archers but um that scene is just you could just cut the tension Mm. with a knife
0: 25 million i know
1: can you imagine 25 Mm. million now no (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so a a tremendous scene if you if you can find it watch it Mm. it's it's, the whole episode is really the the build-up to that last scene when the tape is played and he just grant has some kind of radio s- slick skills because he lines it up perfectly so <laughs> it's the confession like straight away without any build up mm. whatsoever it's just
0: fantastic so really things like confessed on tape honestly yes it's like the max and stacy video at christmas oh yeah with that's Lauren. really awkward but that's not in the picture. That wasn't on
1: take though, that was on DVD. Was it DVD? Yeah, oh yeah, she burnt it oh, I onto disk. No, no, no. This is Lauren. Oh, she yeah, knows her true. computer. She's she bu- before she even got her degree in computer sciences, which she did in a week, mm. she was able to burn a DVD from her video camera.
0: The way you were just talking about um, how things are really awkward scenes to watch, before I go on to my last point, I just wanted to make a special mention that just come into my head now of the scene when Ben finds out that Abby. Fakes the pregnancy, and he takes her into the toilet and pretends he's gonna like have sex with her in the toilet. And he takes all her clothes yes. and pushes her out into the vic in front of everyone in her like underwear. In her underwear, that's really awkward to watch. That was and horrible.
1: That was Honey and Billy's wedding.
0: Yeah, yeah, and feels really drunk as well. <laughs> yeah, so feels like of coming it. on to fit, um, Honey. It's just funny. Yeah, while
1: she's doing her speeches. But
0: yeah, that's like that was another one when you're watching it, you're just like watching it like with your eyes closed, yeah, through your it's hands, really, yeah. but your hands are slightly oh. open so you can just see it. It's really embarrassing. And when um, Aunt Babe tells her to fall over and pretend that she's had a miscarriage on her fake pregnancy. Oh, they, they, I love that. that. that, that... Well, Aunt Babe pushed her, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, and didn't tell her what was going on. No. She was like, oh, she must have lost her baby. <laughs> Good times. So my last one is a short scene, but it's a big sort of build-up. Do you remember the time when Bobby hit... Jane round the back of the neck with a hockey stick oh, in Ian's house. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, with the bloody—it was a really horrible duft of like a bloody hockey stick, wasn't it? Yeah, him holding it up above him. Um, so my moment is linked to that where he walks into the vic and says in front of everyone, "I've killed my mum."
2: Oh uh, no,
0: he says, "I've killed mum. I've killed again." just like I did Lucy and he says it in front of everyone and Ian's there like <laughs> <Uh-oh>, <laughs> you've yeah. just admitted it so that was another one where I thought it was like one of those big payoff moments mm. where he's admitted something in front of everyone
1: because you have to remember that the Who Killed Lucy story didn't really end on the live episode. Mm. It carried on after yeah, that.
0: Yeah, because they kept it secret. Because yeah, like yeah. Ian and Jane
1: knew that Bobby did it, but mm. they didn't let it all know. But they get Matt. They got Max. Hence why the whole Big Max yeah. revenge s- revenge story happened. But,
0: um, yeah, that's fun. Committing, you murdered someone yeah. in front of the square. Is always good. I mean, again,
1: book. it's another as we were saying at the beginning of this uh, feature that it's just such a good place for something to come out, the secret to come out, because everyone is in mm. the pub. And you always, always know th- it's going to happen yeah. because,
0: like, some characters who haven't been like seen in a while were like <laughs> sitting in the background or something. Ingrid. <laughs> yeah, or like Carmel sitting there to ju- waiting to judge. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was another one of them, and like the music stops mm, yes. when they say it, like stuff like that. So, someone um,
1: trips over the jukebox plug or something like that. It always <laughs> coincidentally happens.
0: Yeah, And he walks into the vicking, he's got blood all over him and mm-hmm. blood on his hockey stick.
1: Yes. No, I remember that. Yeah. That was really good. So that was really cool. That was a really nice story. I mean, um, I've got an honourable mention. I'm not going to say it as one because it's just almost too obvious, but that's the divorce papers being served mm. by Dent to Angie yes. on Christmas 86. I mean, that was just remarkable. Uh, writing and again the mm. build-up to that was fantastic where she faked that she was dying and mm. he found out and yeah so <laughs> but that's an honorable mention but my very last one is uh the vic fire when phil sets fire to the vic oh, yeah. to revenge uh against peggy yeah. and Peggy's also
0: pride and joy huh, her, vic.
1: exactly and he was on a drug-fueled rage this is when phil was a bit of a cokehead and uh he she was trying to stop him cold turkey by locking him into the lounge upstairs and (laughs) boarding up all the windows Mm. and you know giving him a bit of a potty in the corner just to you know a bit like train spotting (laughs) just to kind of like get him out of the uh, thing but it doesn't work Um, but it's a double whammy this episode because not only does he burn down the Vic but also Peggy discovers that Archie was murdered not by Bradley but actually by Stacey Mm. and Stacey's desperate for her not to say any more information uh, to tell the police at all Mm. And it's when we learn Stacey's daughter Lily wasn't Bradley's; it was Ryan's. It was Ryan's. Yeah. So it's like it th- all, all this happened in a week, mm. um, and f- coincidentally, it was it was th- the same kind of week as we've had this week. So the sixth
0: to the tenth, or the second week in yeah, September. They always use it as like a big, big storyline time, don't know, isn't it? This week, yeah. But um, speaking of um, Peggy and finding out about Stacey, it's cool because they like hate each other, and they never really talked about it until the week when peggy came back for her final ever week they mm. had that scene where um stacy apologized to peggy yeah which i thought was really nice it wasn't something they had to include but it was just nice to sort of end their like rivalry and yeah stuff so that was nice i remember that we
1: could do a whole episode about peggy's death <laughs> let's be honest with you because mm. that was such a lovely Pat time yeah and pat came back for it i i I, anyway goosebumps goosebumps thinking about it still now but um the queen vic as we said has seen a lot of things happen to it and i'm sure this is a subject we could return to another day Mm, loads um but for now let's let's just say that's uh, what well, are fond memories of the Queen Vic? I mean, do you guys have any good memories of the Queen Vic that we maybe didn't mention and we could mention on yeah, another occasion? Well, you're off top three. Exactly. Send them to us, <laughs> eastendersweekly at gmail.com. You can tweet them to us at eastendersweek or go on our Instagram at EastEnders Weekly Podcast. And May I just repeat that if you do fancy some really cool merch yeah. um, of helping the, us out, helping us out of the Queen Vic bust, an original design, um, you can go to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk/slash EastEnders Weekly Podcast and just have a little look and see if anything takes your fancy. And it, it does post outside of the UK, so if you're listening outside of the UK, you can um, also uh, order them too. That was the feature for a brief history of Walford.
0: Right, we're back. Yes. Spotlight's on, interrogation time now. That's
1: right. Get out the clues, <laughs> get out the mind maps, and yes. time to delve deeper into the shooting of Stuart Highway.
0: Mm. So we've got the police interviews coming up, and we see glimpses of everyone's interviews like intertwined through.
1: Yes, there's a few common things that's uh, kind mm. of sprinkled around them all. It's like they were all woken up by the gunshot. Um, yeah. Apart from Linda, this was a big big one because linda woke up by the bell ringing so none of them heard the bell ringing mm. apart from linda she was the only one who mentioned yeah it.
0: so she, which indicates to them that she was the first one down and she didn't hear the gunshot but everyone else did mm. she must have pulled the trigger
1: also that the gunshot must have happened while linda was downstairs so was it linda that was downstairs already and again but oh see this is where my maybe because Li-
0: maybe because linda came down first mm. Stuart hid in the kitchen because he didn't want it to be Linda well, that's I'm only s- just coming to my head but the but Stuart says oh it's my lucky day when he sees who it is which I can't work out who he would say that to
1: maybe he saw oh I don't know see this is where my head goes mm. boom
0: maybe he saw like like who, who would he see coming downstairs who would think oh it's my lucky day it's you his Dylan? brother maybe oh. he saw
1: Dylan and then that made D- Dylan got worried, ran
0: off. No, because no one ran off until Linda was downstairs shaking. No, you
1: just heard the door close. Yeah. We don't necessarily know if someone ran off. Someone could have walked in. Mm. It's, do you see what I mean? It's, yeah, oh. But everyone was in, well, everyone. Could have been be be Shirley be, walking yeah, in from, from a having a cig. cigarette.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to work out. Like I, The only one I can think of is is my lucky day would be his brother. Mm. If he was planning to get shot, surely he'd want it to be someone like Tina, who he knows would definitely do it, maybe. So we cannot work this out it's so oh it's so it is There's mind-boggling. so many little things so um the things i've got written down for uh halfway's interview is that he said he went downstairs when the gun went off and he was on his own mm. and then he hid in the toilet because he said he was scared
1: yes his ptsd had kicked in because he yeah. heard a loud bang and so believed it to so be.
0: b- so that's interesting he heard the gunshot and he said he was on his own in bed mm. so whitney wasn't there
1: oh okay no i didn't get that yeah. i didn't catch that okay uh, but,
0: but when whitney is being interviewed she says the gunshot woke her up and, and she... halfway wasn't next to her
1: yes so so do you reckon halfway may have meant that whitney wasn't there because he ran and hid maybe that's... i don't know
0: but it, they're both contradicting each other mm. but they also both uh, well they don't both say it. halfway
1: also says that mick wasn't there
0: yeah he does
1: he looks up and says mick
0: wasn't and that's there. when halfway gets upset and says that you were trying to accuse me and they said you're not being interviewed as a suspect at yeah because he's his brother well they talk
1: about the relationship as well both with halfway and whitney mm. um and halfway basically says well he's my brother i love him mm. but whitney does say that they didn't always see eye to eye yeah
0: but they were but she but she does say halfway does love Stuart.
1: yeah but she didn't say she does <laughs> That's true. I mean, if you look <laughs> at it from this respect, Whitney and Halfway's alibi with each other is the most coherent. It seems to be the most strong mm. and the le- and, and the least lied about for the knowledge that we have at the moment. Mm. I mean, we know that a lot of Linda and Mick's evidence was put upon.
0: Yeah, Linda and Mix are just them trying to cover for each other, though, I think. Mm. Like, unknowingly. Well, that's
1: what I mean. They're, so they're lying a lot mm. to each other.
0: But that's just for each other. Mm. And Shirley's interview is really, like, nothing she just blames dylan the whole oh yeah time. The whole time. it was dylan why so she does, at dylan? yeah so Can i go for a fag it's dylan <laughs> <laughs> and um linda just that's when she says it was a normal night at the pub mm. she was distracted by the police cameras on her she doesn't say why yeah. but we kind of guessed
1: it was because of the dino giving the evidence when she was raped
0: mm. and she tells the police that mick is the one that locked up and she went straight to bed.
1: And Mick was in bed with her and mm. they fell asleep together. Yeah. Again, that's something the police constable brings up with Mick though, isn't it? He says like, how are you so sure that Linda fell asleep next to you mm. if you were asleep?
0: Yeah, it's really... It was a bit daft. It's like, well, you just kind of assume that, I guess. Yeah, well, I know. And this is also when Mick does another lie, when they say, how did you get that scratch on your face? And he says, oh, my son. Ollie. Did it. In a bit of play. Does he you know, not know about forensics? No. DNA? Well, I don't Come suppose on.
1: he really thought about the the fight, the scuffle he had with Stuart, mm. really. He probably thought nothing of it.
0: So, um, yeah, that's like the police interviews and things. And then we've just got the rest of the week of when Stuart has a bad turn in hospital and mm. halfway in
1: Whitney are by his side. When well, Stuart falls into a coma... Because of the infections he got. Mm. So that kitchen can't be grade five standard. <laughs> what well, f-
0: babe's not there to clean. <laughs> from the, exactly.
1: For the food hygiene agency. <laughs> I must have to. And I must,
0: I've noted on here as well that Whitney's body language again, when they're at the hospital, she's just at the back arms folded, quite cold. So
1: mm. I kept my eye on Whitney. And also if you notice that Whitney spends, I know Whitney is halfway's boyfriend, mm. but, she seemed to be very close to him the whole time, yeah, and she very resilient. Yeah, very resilient maybe to let him, Yeah, to go off for a long period of time mm. with someone or with anyone other than with her. So yeah. they, again, they were staying very close to one another. All the information we know from from at the moment is obviously the information that we know that Linda went to the canal, dropped the gun off, um, and so she and Mick agreed on the phone that, that they would say they were together the whole night, mm-hmm. and uh, so they're they're telling the biggest lies, and so. Mick is a bit torn because he then talks to Shirley, his mum, mm-hmm. uh, about this on the bench the following day after they've done the interrogation, and he's he's almost adamant he wants to confess to the police that actually L had dropped the gun. Yeah, because
0: he, I think he knows that he didn't do it. Mm. And she didn't do
1: it because Linda tells him in the at the hospital that she had she thought it was him, mm. and then he confesses, "Oh, I thought it was you." Yeah, and then he kind of says almost to to the audience. What have we done? Mm. <laughs> so they know that they're they're yeah. in a bit of trouble here
0: and um, that's when Shirley now is thinking it could be halfway because he kept saying sorry and he was all upset.
1: Yeah, it was a strange one that she suddenly came to this epiphany that and she's she... close because it's Whitney. We <laughs> don't know that for sure. No, I know. It's but um, yeah, it was strange that Shirley came to this epiphany that after all this time of her insisting in front of the police that it was Dylan, that she then starts thinking it's Halfway because he's being really apologetic. But knowing Halfway's character, he is a quite apologetic person anyway yeah exactly he almost is acts guilty when he's not so the police inspector goes and visits Sharon's house and this is when Sharon's trying to eke out a bit of information from Linda on the sofa but she She doesn't want to make it too obvious but Keanu Mm, gentle yeah but Keanu doesn't want to give evidence or present evidence to the police until he's more clear on the facts himself so he's trying to push Sharon to give information from linda
0: mm. and um, the policeman also says like um uh, she says oh my son heard a gunshot and he's like i oh, will need to speak to him mm. <laughs>
1: again maybe that is that not an interesting link that perhaps dennis has more to this yeah. than leads to
0: the eye but he doesn't get to speak to him because even the next day he like dennis like runs off to school when well, dennis opens the
1: it. door and the police constable quite presumptuously said oh you must be dennis and the and dennis is like oh yeah bye and he kind of runs off with his mm. signed West Ham ball yeah and they invite him into basically interview Mick and they he basically calls Mick out he says we know you, we li- you lied about the scratch on your mm. face we know you lied um there was something else as well about
0: seeing Stuart because they said, I haven't seen him for weeks that's right I hadn't seen him for weeks um, and the,
1: the grudge between you I know you said that they they play games or you've mm, been games pl- a games played yeah. and
0: Mick sort of says well he's been tormenting us mm. buying us pizzas <laughs> yes, oh yes, <laughs> you have to bring up the pizza story. Yeah.
1: And so the police constable says, Well, it's a n uh, it's not an offence to be angry towards someone for tormenting you but Mm. it is offence to lie to the police so is there anything else you're lying about? (laughs) And then there's that brilliant shot of um, uh, Mick just kind of looking off looking off the camera a little bit and being like do I tell them now about the gun? Mm. So we're guessing Mick hasn't said about the gun and to be fair if he had then Linda would have heard because Linda was listening to this the whole time. Sharon hadn't dug out any information from Linda but meets up with Keanu at the second cafe the
0: secret the secret cafe really secret apparently because she openly kissed to Yes, of on
1: the map. It's quite a surprise to kiss him. Yeah. I think she goes to kiss him on the cheek <laughs> and then Keanu's like, nope, full blown and goes straight on through her lips.
0: Yeah, but what if Phil has some old crony mates sitting in the back looking
1: well also phil he's got um history of that cafe because that's when he used to spy on vincent
0: exactly so he so knows about that cafe does old phil someone might see that's not very clever of not sharon. clever at all so that's when sharon offers keanu some money some compensation she his says. escorting business is back up again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well she says it's money that phil really owes yeah. him for, for for sacking him mm-hmm. i thought it was a bit degrading though on keanu's side and like, i think keanu knowing that the they've just off. had an affair like slept together and they're having like an affair Mm. and then she like gives him an envelope of money. It's a bit like, really Sharon? She's paying for a toy boy. Yeah, or paying for him to not talk about Linda. And it's just like, "Mm, it's a bit... Messy. But I do
1: like that they've made um, Sharon and Keanu's torrid affair almost intertwined mm. with the storyline. Yeah. It's like the first uh, hurdle in their relationship. Yeah. And it's a <laughs> it's murder. covering <laughs> up a possible <laughs> murder. <laughs> but I love that because they've done it. They've added some real meat to that storyline. So it's really, mm. I like some that a lot. There's tension between them already. mm
0: Destined to um not be happy, maybe. No. So next up we have Shirley accusing halfway. So she acts quite nice for Shirley. She's trying her best to act nice oh, to yeah. him, and invite him to have some breakfast. Nice Shirley is eat. more
1: <laughs> Nice Shirley is more frightening than angry <laughs> yeah, Shirley. Yeah, because you know it's not something's not quite right yeah. there.
0: So yeah, she invites him and kind of starts accusing him. Tina's working at the cafe.
1: Which is super odd. Yeah.
0: Again, I mean, t- on, Kathy. Tina has a
1: breakdown if she breaks a nail. You know what I mean? She can't spend a day of work. Um,
0: do you, maybe um, Tina said to Kath, "Oh, can I stay at yours? Because we're not allowed at the Vic." And Ian's like, "Well, you can, but you have to do one day at work. Yeah, but Tina's um, t- unpaid <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pay yeah, to pay for your yeah to pay for your bed and board. <laughs> Probably something Ian said like that. That's true. So but um, Tina
1: didn't seem that upset about working there. Again, no. showing how cold this mm. is. This
0: is basically just washed over her. She yeah. doesn't seem to mind. I don't know if she. That's another red herring, though. Like. Maybe know. it's so hard to work it out. Mm. So um, yeah, she's um Shirley's almost accusing halfway, and Tina phones Mick and says, "You better get here." I'm assuming she phones Mick. Yeah, she does. Yeah, because he comes in to get the whole family. And um, Whitney's there. Well, Whitney walks she's in while she's up.
1: accusing her again. Yeah, Whitney straight away mm. saying, "What are you saying? What yeah. are you accusing him of?" Again, defending him, mm.
0: and also not wanting halfway to be away from her for too long. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that
1: was something. Also, we 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 shouldn't forget as well. Um, in the the crowded house of the Slaters.
0: I know. They've now got another halfway resident staying overnight. there halfway. <laughs> Did he skip up, kit with Moe, do you think? I reckon head to toe, head to toe. Big Mo. Yeah. So yeah, they were all arguing and Mick doesn't want it to be a public thing in the cafe. Quite rightly so. Yeah. It but, is a murder investigation. But yeah, Whitney's very defensive on the whole thing. Mm. And that, that's when I think Shirley says, oh, maybe it was you then. Or something like that. Alex kind of says, maybe it was you, Whitney. Mm. And then her and Tina look at each other again. And um, Tina says, no, no, uh, we're on each other's side, aren't we? To Whitney. Yeah. And it's like, why yeah. have you said we're on each other's side again? But I'm wondering if that's Tina, you know how like Mick and Linda got confused with each other? I'm wondering oh, if that's right. Tina getting confused with how Whitney covered for her not phoning the The ambulance emergency. so she thinks that Whitney might be Helping her or... Yeah, yeah, helping each other out. So I don't know if that's another confusion of the night. I do <laughs> think... no one's talking to each other.
1: <laughs> I know I said that Whitney and Halfway, but I do think it's a two-hander. I really do. Two people. I think we're going to be really surprised. And it's Halfway be and Whitney
0: or Whitney mm. and Tina. Yeah,
1: well, we'll see. We'll mm. see. Anyway, they go for a stroll down the market they and do, you know yeah. something's about to happen because oh, yes. the whole cast, even well, Robbie, is there. It's
0: like one. It's like what we were just talking about on the um, Brief History in Wolford, where we said in the Vic, if there's characters you've yeah. not seen before scheme, waiting to react, mm. it was in the market this time because the Vic was closed. But they can't use the Vic, can they? So, yeah, everyone was at the market. Yeah. Everyone.
1: Every single person. Like I said, <laughs> even Robbie. Even, even like the He's most. not been th- seen for quite th- a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The policeman was there and he made his arrest. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Mick.
1: Well, we all did. Even Mick thought it was going to be yeah. Mick. Yeah. But it wasn't.
0: No. So they've arrested Linda. Yes. So what have they arrested her on? Because some people online are assuming that Keanu's gone to the police. Mm -hmm. see i have my theory yes
1: your theory is a good one
0: the um tracing the phone call where Mm. because that was the same detective that said phone your wife now then yeah to mick and obviously he phoned her she was at the canal so they'll be able to locate. And she said she was just walking around outside because she needed some air. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that is what they're arresting her on, is that they've traced her call and know that she's lying about where she was. Perhaps whether they've dug the canal already and found the gun.
1: Well, that's what I'm wondering, whether they trawled through the mm. canal as well. And to found make the an weapon. arrest, they need you need motive and evidence. evidence yeah. So
0: whether they've found the gun already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but if they have found the gun, that might take away the Keanu and Sharon situation too soon
1: no because i think sharon this i think it makes it even hotter because i think sharon's gonna go running to keanu and be like what did you say Oh yeah, you've told yeah yeah yeah. and then it'll be an instantaneous thing Mm. whether keanu has said anything or not but then at least also if if keanu hadn't said anything it puts him back in sharon's good books and it rests keanu's mind because he knows that he doesn't have to worry about it anymore for more rumpage mm. action
0: so my number one pick is whitney so you've heard it here first Mm. on record
1: okay well i'm i'm not 100 percent sure
0: make one make a choice and then we'll see But well, if it is i had later. to make a choice
1: right now i think it's whitney and halfway okay and cool. i think i think i think it was halfway that shot him and whitney is covering for it we will see we will see
0: right so before we talk about the second storyline this week um we're just going to go away play a little game and then we'll talk about jack Mel, and a newcomer ray
1: So this week it's my game and I thought I'd mix things up a little bit and play a little bit of ian Bill's real deal
0: Ooh, it's been so long
1: it's been a while because i've been keeping to the five a day format recently <laughs> so i thought i'd do something a bit different since it's a bit of a different show this week so um just to repeat the rules to anyone who may have not listened and we've played this game before i'm going to give ben a starter value and then he has to say whether something is higher or lower than the original value extra points if you can guess exactly
0: <laughs> that's not gonna happen
1: um and uh but this week is a bit of a twist because mm. normally it's prices so prices of the cafe, mm-hmm. or prices in the Vic, but this time I'm asking you the duration an actor has played a part.
0: Okay, that's easier.
1: Okay, so yeah. um, we're doing Peter Bill. Oh God. <laughs> 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 no. But not Peter Bill Senior, Peter Bill Junior. Oh good. Ian's I son. I hate Peter Bill Senior. <laughs> I know, well you've made it quite clear on numerous occasions that <laughs> you're not a huge fan of the uh, old ill from classic EastEnders. But the new Peter Bill, he's a Whole new kettle of fish. So mm. uh, he's been played... I'll tell you now, he's been played by six different actors. Yeah. Okay. The first actor was Francis Britton Snell. And he played Ian Beale from 1993 to 1996. So he played him for three years. Now, the second That's actor... When he was a
0: baby, I'm assuming. Yeah, so
1: he was a child. Okay. So the second actor was Alex... Well, what am I meant to be guessing? Higher or lower than three years. Oh, okay. So the second actor... <laughs> Who played Peter Bill was Alex Stevens. Now, mm-hmm. did he play Peter Bill for higher or lower than three years? Lower. Lower. Can you guess how long do you think?
0: One year and four months. You don't need to go that precise. Oh. We're doing it only by years. <laughs> no, it was, one year. It was one year. 1997
1: to 1998. A little tidbit for you. During their tenure, they were kidnapped by Ian's then wife, Cindy, after a failed attempt to have him killed by a hitman. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Do you remember when he got her, got Peter back and she was at the airport screaming through yeah, the window? Yeah, through
0: the window of the airport. Yeah. Give him back!
1: <laughs> so the third actor p- to play Peter Bill was Joseph Shade. Jo- mm-hmm. Joseph Shade. Do you think it was higher or lower than one year that he played the character? Higher. Do you, can you guess how long? <laughs> well, it two years. It could be anything from one to infinity. Oh, no, wait. No, what year are we in now? 1998. Okay. Um... Three years. No. Wait, you're right about saying it's more, mm-hmm. but it was six years. Six? Six years. And do you know something really interesting? Nothing happened to him in that six years. It's I feel like, like Amy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're just waiting for Amy to get to that 13, magic a- Yeah, the I magic think, age
1: when they can start having groups around the square. Yeah. So yeah, he was basically told to go upstairs all the time, or you know, go play with your Legos <laughs> upstairs. Nothing happened, honestly. Um, absolutely nothing. However, the fourth actor, James Martin, do you think he played Peter Bill for higher or lower than six years? Lower. It was how long? Four. D- no, two <laughs> two years. Mm. He 2004 to 2006. In 2004, Peter was injured during a fairground ride, <laughs> which Don't mention he was. That. <laughs> <laughs> which he was on when it collapsed oh, during yes. a carnival. But that's luckily, that's when
0: um Lynn Slater lost her baby as well.
1: That's it. It was the same episode. Mm. Um and, and Spencer
0: he, Moon was on top of the thing.
1: Yes, shouting down, going trying whose attention was he trying to get? Yes. Oh my goodness! Can't remember. Because they had a secret about him, didn't they? Stupid. And he was shouting down, going. <laughs> so uh, James Martin played him from two thousand four two thousand six for two years. So the fifth actor was Thomas Law. How long do you think he was in it? Was it higher or lower than two years from 2006?
0: Is this the one before um, Ben Hardy?
1: Yes, I can confirm it's the one before Ben Hardy. Okay.
0: And how long, what was the last one? Two years? Two years. Mm, no, it was longer than two years.
1: Yeah? How long do you think? Three? <laughs> Four years. Three? Four, Four years. years. <laughs> how old is Peter Bill? For 2006 to 2010. <sighs> um, Peter Bill's 21. Actually, he was 21 when he left. He's 23 now. Okay. No, uh, he's not. he's 24. God. So I've just done the maths quick in my head. He's 24 now. Yes just they fly, fly by, by, don't, don't they? When they're so young. A lot happened to Thomas Laws Peter Bill. He was put forward to be athlete at the 2012 Olympic Stadium, <laughs> uh, Olympic Games. Uh, but he was uh, uh, too much pressured by his father. He also dated Lauren Branning, Zaza Carter, Whitney Dean. Um, oh, Whitney. Yeah. Later, the Whitney Dean was described by Ian Bill as a walking STD <laughs> while they were dating. And um, after learning that Ian was having an affair, he left. To live with Lucy in Devon. But they came
0: back. As a new.
1: As as a new face. <laughs> new ben face. Hardy. Now he came back. So it was a three year gap. And then he came back in 2013. How long for? Three years.
0: Two years. Two years. Yeah. What? Ben yeah. Hardy's only it for two he,
1: years. He did a lot in that time as we know. Because he came back really for the Who Killed Lucy Bill storyline. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So I think you got them all right for the higher and lower yeah, part of the game. I got five
0: points but not many bonuses.
1: Well, you didn't get any bonuses. I got it? one bonus. Oh, yeah, because you got one year right. (laughs) So, well done. So, there you go. So, that's the history, the life of times of Peter Bill in Ian Bill's own game, which was Ian Bill's real deal.
0: So, during the shooting night and the really fun, exciting storyline of the Carters, (laughs) (laughs) it was interrupted (laughs) by scenes of Jack and Mel. And Hunter scheming. So Jack takes it upon himself to tell Hunter he's going to propose to his mum. Yeah, we yeah we, we can just fast forward to that, yeah. really. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though it's quite obvious that Hunter doesn't like Jack and he's set him up quite a few times in the past. Jack still does the honourable thing and yep. says to him, I'm going to ask your mum to marry me. Marry me. He doesn't say, is it okay? Or is that okay with you? He just tells him. Yeah. Buys him a box of chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Easy, easy date. <sighs> so, and, obviously... Um, he does the
1: honourable thing, which is something he never did in the police force, which we've, uh, we've <laughs> continuously learned. Yeah. And he decides this because he's just visited Ronnie's grave. Yes. So, so they're
0: reminding everyone that Ronnie is dead. Ronnie is Sadly. dead. Okay? I'd love Ronnie and Nail <laughs> to meet each other. <laughs> yeah. I bet they'd be, right like, feisty. They so, would be. So, no, really happens. Fights. Let's not even... Go there, you'll upset too many fans. So yeah, we get the scenes like in between, like the night of the shooting. We have scenes of Jack at E (laughs) twenty drinking champagne.
1: Yes, he gets a bottle of champagne. He he, he's going to propose to Mel. Mel wants to do the costings. This is when she does the costings at half one in the morning. (laughs) And Jack's really upset, so he goes and soaks his problems with a bottle of champagne that he bought. Tune (laughs) tune. Yeah, he. Oh God. Oh.
0: Yeah, oh, Jack. I'm so glad about what happens this week because Jack is oh, you know, so annoying. I feel
1: a bit mean saying it but um, I, I was quite pleased with it. I, I, mm. uh, though Jack's speech was very good. This it is, was. His angry speech. His so angry speech um, he
0: tries to propose to Mel because they have a little heart to heart and mm. she calls him out on thinking she's a second-class Ronnie to him and stuff
1: yeah she says that um I get it I've got the same color hair I own a nightclub I'm the
0: same character <laughs> I'm, the same. <laughs> I'm just the same. that's character. why I was Come brought back after 12 years yeah if you squint hard enough yeah. you'd see her to try and make up for us accidentally killing Ronnie yeah um so yeah that all happens and he gets on one knee and he's about to propose and then a uh, Irish gentleman silver fox walks in quite a handsome Irish yeah. gentleman
1: some might say
0: very nice so yeah, he comes in and interrupts it all
1: he does, and also uh, almost a Steve Owen spit. I know she has a
0: type. She really obviously does. Jack was a blip on her radar. <laughs> He's
1: a blip on anyone's radar. And Ian, <laughs> Ian was a blip too. That um, was a long time but ago. But yeah, he though.
0: does look like um, Steve Owen, doesn't she? Mm. Doesn't he? Mm. So um, that's quite an interesting casting. So yeah, that interrupts the proposal. So the moment's gone. Mel says. To Jack. yeah Because he tries to,
1: like, carry on. <laughs> I know, I know. It's really, hilarious. Although, to be fair, Ray did say, um, because Ray's the guy who comes, so it's, mm. it's a mysterious Ray yeah. that Hunter's been texting character. and talking to all this time. Ray does said, oh, if I've interrupted something, do carry on. And <laughs> Jack was well up for carrying on, yeah, wasn't he? Okay. Like, yeah, alright then. I haven't got a ring. I haven't prepared anything. No. But, um, will you marry me,
0: Mel? Uh. So, um, that upsets Jack, and he goes. She throws a glass for no well for trailer for the purposes, purposes. of the trailer dramatic trailers <laughs> and probably tells well she, the, the next day when uh, this is going forwarding a bit but she um says Ugh, if the slates could do their job properly it's like when were the slates meant to have been there she was there till like two in the morning. Oh, yeah. And, she and was then she was then there first, thing in, like, the first thing in the morning, like, clearing it up. Oh, I guess so. the Slaters were...
1: Although, And also, would the Slaters have just left a broken glass to clean? I know. So, obviously, the Slaters haven't been there yet. So, that's yeah, a silly like, thing Shut to, up, to man. say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what, what up, she's now. been doing.
0: So, um, she goes home. She's very angry. She knows, obviously, Hunter's invited Ray or... Done something, so she's angry with Hunter, tells him to go to bed, takes the phone off of him. Yes, that's, a,
1: that's quite yeah, the punishment for Hunter. for Hunter. He
0: says, Can I have my phone then? She says, No, tomorrow morning. <laughs> so, um, that's a first, and um, she decides to phone Ray from his phone. So, do you think she's deleted his number and that's why she wanted yes. Hunter's phone? Yes, I do. I, I
1: don't think I, I don't think Mel had taken Hunter's phone because she wanted to phone Ray. Oh, I do you not. No, okay. I think she took Hunter's phone As because she was peed off that Hunter was mm. paying her. So, I, I thought she
0: was going to look through his text and see if he'd messaged ray and seeing what he said or something but see, they didn't show that they no, see
1: that would have been the sensible thing to do because then that would have <laughs> explained everything that mel had mm. um been wondering what hunter had been up to
0: yes but um yes she invites ray around for a late night call, uh,
1: a whiskey yeah an irish whiskey maybe
0: possibly and um they have quite an interesting chat you find out a bit more about ray you learn a lot about Ray mm. in a very short amount of time Yeah, and like the reasons why they may have broken up mm. When she used to live abroad with Lisa, her best friend, who she's not mentioned since her sanctioning. Well, no,
1: Lisa has been looking after
0: her daughter, though. Yes, recently. well, that's another thing that really... I forgot to mention that last week, <laughs> but that was really <laughs> annoying because no one's mentioned Lisa since she was carted off as mm, a mental To the patient. Bin. Um, and now all of a sudden, Louise is spending weeks at her house. At her house or at the asylum? <laughs> Well, wow, why can't they just bring Lisa in and have Mel... Mel, needs a friend. She hasn't got anyone who's a friend.
1: Well, see, this is where the fickle world of Sharon kicks in again. Because when yeah, Sharon said... They're uh, not real friends. <laughs> exactly. When Sharon said earlier that, um, you know, oh, you don't dob in the, the uh, your friend to the police. And the whole time I was thinking, well, Sharon, you jump from friend to friend every week. This <laughs> That's week, why obviously... no one ever
0: dobs Sharon in, you see. She mm. keeps everyone as her friend. She's in the loop all the time, she isn't she? She is the queen of the square. So um, I also found it funny how Mel was going on to Jack about how she doesn't want to be seen as the ice queen anymore. More. She wants to be seen as a real person. Yeah, she wants to frost. She wants to defrost. She wants mm. to thaw out a little bit. Yet she jumps onto Ray straight away. Mm-hmm.
1: So this is after Ray has, um, well, we've learned that Ray is a undercover detective. Yes. Sorry, I forgot. For CID. That's okay. we yes. CID and that his job was pretty much getting in the way of their relationship. Mm. And that Mel found it, finds it difficult to trust Ray because she doesn't know whether he's always putting on an act Mm. or whether he is being genuine with her and he kind of says well my love is genuine isn't that enough for us to maybe try again Mm. and as you say Mel first of all is like no get out my house (laughs) and then she's like wait and then she kisses him. I'll tell you when to leave (laughs) and then they sleep together. I mean this is Mel thinking that she's got the control and she hasn't she she submits the control as soon as she lays down on that bed.
0: I mean it's so strange because when we heard about Ray before, when we found out Sharon took the heist money mm. and Hunter had been kidnapped by Ray, mm. um, she had to give loads of money to, um, Ka- what was her name, Ka- Clark- Cara? Like Aiden's, Cara. Cara, yeah. Aiden's, like, ex-wife. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's Ray's sister, I think. Presumably so. Or aunt, or something like that. And it's like, well, Ray kidnapped Hunter <laughs> mm. and Mel paid all this money off, but like they didn't seem to... But then was Ray doing an undercover against his own family i don't know because when they had the shooting when mick got shot by halfway Uh, the police were there and clark cara came over and she was like sweep this under the rug yes and then that's why no nothing come of it so so that was was her contact in the police it was ray the one who was helping her out yeah undercover do you think so he's obviously a dirty copper well that's which i'm wondering if that's going to bring a jack storyline where he's going to like well, dig some dirt on Ray and that, find out stuff.
1: Yes, let's be honest. That's going to be the first thing Jack does next. Well, once Jack's got out of his One of sluts, his mates. Yeah, he's going to get one of his mates to find out about Ray.
0: Or maybe Ray knows about Vincent. Vincent <gasps> and undercover cops and things because that was that dodgy cop that supposedly shot, killed Vincent. We don't know what happened. Now we're on the so same maybe, page. Maybe he's moved to Walford to investigate vincent
1: <laughs> i'd like that actually that'd but be he's interesting doing a bit of undercover work and so he is yeah. he is lying to mel again yeah. i mean do you think this is something is, is this something that he's trying to delve more information in about mel is this something that we there's know, still surpass
0: unless mel's done something dodgy but i don't know what mel's done really we don't know she anything got, about Mel. she got done over by cara so mm. she had no money which was is she... why she had to work at e20 wasn't it that was her reason for staying in walford because well, she had no money
1: no sharon stole the money and then mel uh, had told clara yeah. and so then clara had threatened sharon so sharon had to give the money back mm. and then sharon kind of almost as a debt to her then said to mel she had to pay the money back off yeah that because phil had some of the money yeah uh, something convoluted but there is a secret past to mel that i'm sure we don't really know a lot yeah, about I mean,
0: a lot of happened, must have mm. During those twelve years away,
1: and Ray was super sneaky because we saw that when he woke up the next morning, he had his wallet next to him in the mm. bed,
0: and then magically his wallet was downstairs <laughs> yeah, in the lounge for Hunter. Hunter to
1: find because Mel didn't want Hunter to know that he'd stayed there.
0: Mm. I was very impressed with this. It wasn't something that was like a secret for weeks. It like the next day the mm. secret came out, which I thought, okay, this shows that Ray um, is. This is this lets us know where Hunter got all these conniving like, things from, obviously, Ray mm. is super conniving because he planted all this, invited Jack around for dinner because he knew that they were together. Yes. And then um, knew that Hunter would then say... Oh, they, they slept together, yeah. yeah. So and the then... secret was out, like, straight away, which I thought was really good, actually.
1: I agree. I think it was nice that they did it in a nice, tight package. Mm. Because, to be fair, they weren't even given a lot of time in the episode. No. They probably were about five, ten minutes, yeah. ten minutes at the most every episode. So um,
0: Jack had a nice little few words to say to Ronnie, fake Ronnie. Just, <laughs> just a
1: few. <laughs> Just a few. He did bring up she's nothing special even when I squint. <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. And then uh, Hunter took well offence to that and I went know. to beat him up. <laughs> it all stems back to Jack being an idiot, thinking he's doing the honourable thing by talking to Hunter of mm-hmm. all people about what his intentions are with yeah. his mum. I mean, if you if you want if you want to do anything with Mel try to avoid the route that hunter discovers at any mm. any pass because as soon as hunter finds something out that it goes against anything he wants him his mum and ray as a one family unit unit then yes you're mm. going to never be able to get into inside of
0: it no and it was quite a nice introduction to ray i thought like i like ray yeah because like is he a villain but like he's quite friendly and like charming mm. and like Karen fancied him and flirting oh, with that him was in the brilliant minute in the mark minimum. and Honey obviously thought he was quite good looking as well and they were like competing with each other mm. to flirt with him and stuff so but it is Honey it's like shouldn't be flirting she's got a dentist. Oh, that's true. she's got her hunky dentist mm. so um it's I thought that was interesting that he's not like obviously he's a villain but a bit like Dirty Den like you know how he's like a, like a lovable villain yeah like, charming like a bit like Steve was mm. so I thought that was nice how they've written him and he's all he's already talked to a few people on the square and introduced himself mm. so that's interesting i
1: think he's he's a permanent resident i take it i think yeah i imagine yeah, yeah. i think he'd be an interesting addition because mm. he 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 is steve owen too let's mm. be honest um yeah, and like the way
0: charming but obviously got a dark side to him but yeah still friendly mm. so you kind of yeah i think he'll be quite an interesting as he gets gets going but it's also interesting
1: that hunter you think he's learned his traits by almost biologically through his father so steve owen mm. but now knowing what ray is like yeah you're learning actually Hunter he's picked up on yeah hunter's picked it up from ray mm. it's just that he had it in him it's just that ray's been able to nurture mm. it and so. obviously
0: with Mel being this stone ice queen for the past god knows how many years obviously that's impacted on hunter because he's not good at showing his emotions very well no you know, so all of them at once connivingly or keeps it bottled like a blank slate and that's a bit where you see a bit like male side of him mm. as well so yeah he has he's got a cold side yeah too. so that's
1: interesting yeah so actually you know the male it was a nice as you said it was a nice little uh kind of side note mm. the male once ray was introduced I mean, you're right to be fair once, <laughs> was once jack better. was rubbed out of the picture and it, it was ray um, and Mel. yeah
0: i um i found a really funny comment online where someone was saying how Mel. And Jack have no chemistry. Mm. And um, someone replied saying, well, to be fair, no one's ever had chemistry with (laughs) Jack because (laughs) Rainey had no chemistry with him before. And Ronnie didn't. Roxy didn't. And um, yeah, the second Ray was there. Mel's kind of lit up a bit more as a character I thought so it was nice.
1: I mean Jack is a very 2D character there's nothing yeah. even when they try to I give know him we're some...
0: not the biggest fans of Jack anyway no but even so it's they like, try
1: to give him pathos it's like today uh, not today this week when um he was at the grave of Ronnie's grave and I just couldn't no, I just couldn't feel couldn't sorry for all him. All
0: he was saying is, "I miss you being a housewife." Like, yeah, like it, that yeah. That like came across to me. He wasn't actually missing her or loved her. Well, that's right. He was missing her being around or there to. help I could the have kids. really done with you this morning when yeah. I was getting the kids ready for school. Yeah, and it's, like, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, they, <laughs> thanks. they never worked as a couple anyway. No. But um, no, good week on Eastenders. Very this
1: week. good week. Well, we've got a little bit of time left just to quickly. Go to the poll of the week, mm-hmm. which is always posted on Monday's episode of EastEnders when it's broadcast in the UK on our Twitter, which is at EastEndersWeek. This He's very active this week. It's really our been Our poll active. of the week. Po- well, we've active all... I, I must say quickly that um, thank you to everyone who's messaged us. We've had loads of messages on Twitter this week mm. directly to us. Um, and we've replied to hopefully all of them. Um, we try to, yeah. We always do try to. So, but That's thank what done it? does, you see. Exactly. Gets people talking. That's a discussion. Everybody's talking about it, Ben. <laughs> So, um, yeah, our Twitter, at EastEndersWeek. Keep them coming. really enjoying them. Or you can also email us if you've got a bit of a longer message. Again, we got a couple of emails as well this week. We will try our best to get yes. in, back in Soon touch with we'll you. Soon we'll be
0: getting... Yeah, and one of them we will be
1: because one of them is a very long email so we will try to do a bit of investigation and get back to you Uh, our email is eastendersweekly at gmail.com anyway the poll of the week was with the drama of the Queen Vic kicking off this week there's a chance that the ownership might change hands who would you like to run the pub after the Carters and we also encouraged comment suggestions and reasons why so the four alternative uh, answers were Ian and Kathy Ted and Bernie Jack and Mel but we're going to change it to Ray and Mel (laughs) And Sharon and Keanu. So who do you think came up on top?
0: Um, Sharon, yeah, surely. Of course it's Queen Sharon. Queen of the
1: Vic. We'd love Sharon to own that Vic again, wouldn't we? Sharon and Keanu at 42%. So pretty much out and out winners. And then the last three were really tight. They changed all the time. Mm. It was really good to see it changing um, because we got loads of votes this week as well. So it was brilliant. Second was Ted and Bernie at 21%. I mean, <laughs> I don't think Ted would last very long. in No. The, he just drink it all. Pub scene, we'll give it exactly. To Patrick. Bernie would just be there in the back in the corridor, tutting with oh. her arms crossed, looking angry. <laughs> Jack and Mel or Mel and Ray, nineteen percent, third place. And fourth place was Ian and Kathy at eighteen percent. And as I said, we had lots and lots of comments, so I'm going to go through them just quickly. So at Eastenders underscore four, the number four ever said I can see Max and Rainey owning the Vic. Loving Rainey on EastEnders and her and Max are a great pair. They would make
0: an ace pair in the Vic. Rainey would love it. Rainey she would lap that would. up. Being like in the Vic and everyone all the attention on her.
1: I agree. I, I actually I never really thought about Rainey. No. But I I would like Rainey to have a bit of a turn in the Vic. Even if it's just working there, it would be quite good mm. fun. At Carrie under, underscore Granite uh, says, sorry, but if the Carters leave, which I hope they don't, but I know they eventually will. I'd like to see some new blood as the Carters were when they took over. And then he's put at the end, save for Shirley. Oh. So there you go. At Eastenders fan 21 I'm not sure I'd like to see Kat and Elfie back there. I'm not no. sure I'd like to see them back there either, to be perfectly honest with you, EastEnders fan. At Shazab74, uh, had a bit of a longer tweet, but I've narrowed it down to anyone as long as the Queen Janine runs the Vic. Mm. I would love Janine. Yes. I, I thought Janine and Rainy would be a good combo. Oh, God. They can can you each imagine? Other. Yeah, but at the same time, that kind of hostility toward one another <laughs> would make excellent mm. running of that Queen Vic. TV Green, which is at... Mook J N W S W says an older couple would be interesting. Not a copy of Frank and Peggy, but something a bit different to the characters that have owned it
0: before. That's a
1: good one. I, yeah, Mm. I agree. A new, new couple, just an older couple. I loved it when it was Pat and Frank. Yeah, I, mm, yeah, definitely. It's such a warm feeling when I think of Pat and Frank. They were lovely characters. At Little Ms. Lost one says, if only Max didn't have the thing on the Vic roof, him and Rainey would be perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, he
0: probably didn't want to set foot in there, did he? he well, he's set in turn it into there. a shrine, couldn't he, upstairs <laughs> on the <laughs> roof garden? <laughs> An Abbey shrine. Abbey and Bradley. Um, a big neon Bradley. sign big of, big of Bradley.
1: Oh, yeah, forget that. Ab- yeah, quite a few things yeah. have happened to old Max on that yeah. roof. And though. Lauren, but she didn't die. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, at a Cor- career. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, (laughs) Scheming. At Dave Corbett Free, Alan Murray and his family would provide good drama for Ted, and he grew up in Woolford so he could have a history with Ian, Phil, and a possibly returning
0: Mitch Baker. There you go. See, Ted wasn't a silly option, really. No. Didn't think about his family. And his snotty sister. They could bring his family back from Australia, the snotty daughter, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's another family package, Mm -hmm. perhaps. The Murrays. The Murrays. The Murrays. And at HP Vegan says Masood and Kathy. That's it. Simple. Masood and Kathy.
0: Yeah, if someone else said um, Masood and Ian, and I was like, "Well, could you imagine Masood's aunt and uncle? They'd be so annoyed. <laughs> yeah. They'd never be able to see him.
1: Well, they couldn't step foot in no. the pub. <laughs> they only did it that one time when they were packaging up Mick when he got shot.
0: Kathy's too busy. She's got like twelve jobs. So
1: Kathy's always working, as we've seen from Classic EastEnders. Mm. Always working. Yeah. So you can. Follow us on Twitter at EastEnders Week. And as I say, our poll of the week is is our poll of the week is posted every Monday whilst EastEnders is uh, broadcast in the UK. You can also find us on Instagram at EastEnders Weekly Podcast. You can email us EastEndersweekly at gmail.com. And don't forget also we have merch now. And you can find it at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash EastEnders Weekly Podcast. Original merch so go and have a look at it it's really good and as always we love getting your comments and we try to read out as many as we can on the show
0: did you hear that downstairs